You're listening to The Sauropod, and I'm Shrishma Naik. And I'm Catherine Sherlock. And I'm Justin Zeppa. And this is The Snooze. This is The Snooze. Sauropod News. And now, here's the latest from yesterday. Reporting to you live via recording from a kitchen in the North Atlantic, it's Suraport News. We now send you over to our snooze desk and Justin Zephyr. Thank you, Catherine Sherlock. Catherine Sherlock, ladies and gentlemen, everybody's favorite 90s tart is in the house. She is here. Thank you for joining us. Well, What's up, Catherine? That, yeah, all good. Thank all you. right, excellent. And across the table from you, we have, uh, of course, Ms. Trishman Ike. You didn't think I was going to you, no, did you? I no, did you not. Was going over I wasn't there. expecting it. Oh, but you're here. What's crack lacking, um, ladies and gentlemen? We're doing the snooze. Actually, is what's oh, that's what's happening. That's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. Are you feeling good about it? I am. But uh, I just have remnants and you know faint memories of this really bad book we read. <laughs> um, oh, you're talking about the, the, the National Laureate <laughs> Yeah, of, uh, of Iceland Yeah, I'm not sure what to say about that Oh boy, well the folks at home, they're going to get to hear it all Sooner, <laughs> sooner or later. later Yeah, Tune in mm-hmm. And of course, across from me at this big old table Mr. Detefos Bergman Yes, yes, hello <laughs> good, uh, good hello to all of you He's just woken up from a deep sleep apparently mm-hmm. But you're ready for the snooze, right? <laughs> I am indeed, and I'm very excited about all the things I've missed recently um, What do you think some of the things you've missed recently would be? I hope there's, uh, there's something cat-related Like, I, I, I missed the cat news uh, of, of, of Senor Meowington from, from the hotel up in under under Yuckley. We did talk about that, didn't we? Uh, so he had his own uh, uh, badge, right? His yeah, own... he had his own badge. He was like <gasps> yeah, the... he could clock in. Him. Yes, quite adorable. He's a police yes. cat. Uh, no, he was a hotel cat, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Should definitely listen to the back cool catalog. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Iceland. Mm-hmm. So I kind of I'm hoping for something in in that vein. I also Pretty hope genuine. there's a a a conspiracy of some description, maybe to hide mm. the sun or something like that. Um, I don't. We definitely have conspiracies. Conspiracies are plenty. Moon energies. Uh, have you always, heard about those? That always uh, gets in there. Somewhere. Do you do you know about the moon energies? Shrishma can tell you all M- about that. Moon NGOs. Energy. No, no. En- <laughs> Nerge. Nerges. <laughs> we'll get to those. That's Ooh, fast. Don't don't talk shit about my moon energy. Okay, I will. Uh, not. Okay. Uh, does anybody have any old business to discuss? By the way, before we dive deep into the snooze, anything we need to? Mm-hmm. I'll no. take that yeah, as a yeah, yeah, Press that one through. We'll just continue right along. <laughs> Catherine Sherlock, we have to get deep into it. What is this evening's first topic? File under snooze dossier type, aliens, visiting, and otherwise. Hey, I think you should play the theme song for X-Files here. Right. Well, that does... Is that we're what that keep, was? That we're going to keep funny. that in, too. <laughs> Pride and Prejudice we'll or something. Play them both together. But you know, this does, hmm, does set a mood, Sorry, doesn't it? Doesn't yeah, it, it does. Alien. Do, 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 do. Now I'm doing Mother. it, too. What is that? That isn't the tune. Let's do it, let's oh, do it in a scully. round. 
<laughs> you you start it and I'll go I'll go okay. we'll go around the table. That's a lot of doo doo. Yeah. Guys, that was so close to the real thing. We might have to pay royalties Absolutely. for having used that. Absolutely. Dateline. Three weeks ago. Gosh. What? That's just what it says three weeks ago. We don't actually have a real date. So folks at home just know that it's probably like six weeks ago now. The Courier.co.uk. All right. That bastion of truth. Maybe, Catherine? No idea. All righty. Do they involve themselves in curry somehow? No, no, no. It's a different spelling. I think it's more of a I think uh, carrying like, one thing from a, a yeah, place exactly. to another. Well, yeah, exactly. Courier is, yeah. Wouldn't that yeah. be like a good uh, good business is to have a courier for curry? Uh, I think curry, that does cur- exist. Curry courier? Yeah. Curry courier? Hmm. I'd like a carrier in curry like a, currying. Uh, yeah, a career. <laughs> 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 Exactly where my brain went. <laughs> uh, Dateline. <laughs> I think we ruined the Zeppa's uh, role there. I just, uh, I think you guys need to workshop that one. <laughs> but when you get it down, it's going to be good. Maybe next episode, we'll try it again. <laughs> Michael Alexander reporting in the courier.co.uk. Air battle between two UFOs was extraterrestrial claims Australian courier reader who witnessed incident. So right off the bat, we have uh they just must be excited to have a reader from Australia yeah, at the courier.co.uk. An Australian man has told the courier how he witnessed what he can only describe as a quote, an air battle between two UFOs, unquote, which ended with one crashing in the ground. Wow. Mm. This dude, Phil Tyndale, got in touch to explain, again, they just seem to be really excited that anybody's reading the courier.co.uk and is reaching out to them. Why did he go to the courier with this? Of all the places, right? Hmm. Where would you go? Let's say you live in Australia. Where are you going to first? Probably somewhere in my own country. Twitter. Right? I mean, if... (laughs) Yeah. Actually, you are right. Am I not? (laughs) Of course. Why would I doubt it? These days. Smartest person I know. Right over here. Shushman Knight. Twitter, the bastion of truth. Absolutely. (laughs) That's where all the news breaks these days. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if he's got an account. Should check it out. Maybe. Mark Alexander? Anthony Alexander? That's the writer, Michael Alexander. He's got the byline three weeks ago anyway. Phil Tyndale got in touch to explain how as 10-year-olds in the South Australian town of Aldgate just over 40 years ago. So this is very snoozy. Wow. This is actually not even. That's extra snoozy. It's not news. Mm. That's for sure. Uh, He and his twin brother, Rob, witnessed a, quote, hostile chase between two highly advanced craft resulting in one of those craft crashing into a tree. Mm. So was the tree harmed? Mm, To be determined. Ah. We'll find out. All right. Um, That doesn't seem to be like the first issue that they want to tackle in this story for some reason. That would be definitely the first thing I would go for. Like, Mm. I mean, there are people who really care about trees. Think about a tree. Think about how long it takes for a tree to go from sapling to tree. It's like at least, what, 10 years, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's more people that care more about trees than aliens. That's fair. I think you are right. Do we agree with those people? Yes or no? I think so. 
Okay, we like trees more than aliens, mm-hmm. yeah. or we're more concerned about trees than aliens. At this current stage, yeah. Right. We're worried, we like the trees because they provide us with photosynthesis, right? And right. oxygen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the aliens provide us with nothing. But right. if they are but here... Fear, they provide us with fear. Well, you don't know yeah, that. Okay. Well, we are all quite afraid of them, because they Because that's what we're told to, but there might be aliens that we don't know are aliens, but they're helping us. Mm, yeah. Is there I'm some always, I, I always black think about shit. It aliens in in the context of of like which uh, end of world scenario would i pick would it be like uh, excessive uh, volcanoes or yeah. thunderstorms or nuclear blasts asteroids. or zombies or asteroids mm-hmm. or aliens mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i always uh, think about aliens in that sort of context or you could think of them in the mib context where they're already here and living mm-hmm. with us and just chilling yeah, is that true. what you think is going on yes oh. i right. think i've established this on the show many times nah. have you I have. Okay. I don't listen to this news. So. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely don't listen to the show. No, no, no. Will Smith sold me on this in the 90s. Listen, it's a great film. <laughs> no doubt about it. One of Barry Sonnenfeld's best. But what do you think is a byproduct of the aliens being here? Like, what is it? Is it carbonated water, for example? Maybe. Is yes. it candle technology? It could be uh, flowers. It could could be could be. I mean, according to the actual hey. definition of could, yeah. Hey. Well, not to beat like a Catherine, you look skeptical. A dead <laughs> horse. I I think maybe Is it a lady aliens <laughs> are uh, responsible for Tommy Wiseau. Who that? The Room. The Room guy. Okay. The director of The Room. I have not watched this movie. Uh, ooh. Does, yeah, probably like, see it. Like, it like the I chick mentioned? who's locked in the room and can't no, get out? No, you're, you're talking about Room, which is a Canadian film uh, of prestige that came out after The Room. Okay. Much later. Which has very low prestige. Okay. No, it has high prestige. <laughs> For some. Yes. Is it, uh, do I watch this movie? The Room? Yeah. You should be very, very highly inebriated and stocked with plastic spoons. And ready for a sexy good time, uh, oh, as definitely. previously discussed, or maybe discussed or maybe in the future. Later. Yeah. yeah. Um, a lot of uh, naval, naval penetration. <laughs> naval penetration, actually. Naval lingus, okay. I believe, is what we refer to it as. Okay. Oh. Uh. <laughs> With any luck, Maybe if you're doing it, if you're doing it right, Catherine. Okay, clearly <laughs> not. The crash was reported by a third witness who was able to have a close look at the craft, which resembled an quote eight meter long yellow speedboat from its underside unquote. From its underside. Well, now maybe a a key question: How far is this man away from the sea? Or any large body of Did water. Did he consume mushrooms? How, how about tornadoes? Exactly. Mm. This was in the town of Aldgate. Anybody? Shall we? Just, I can. Just are we allowed quick. to go, uh, bing yeah. things on this program? We are uh, a l d a search engine, if you please. By the uh, way, sorry. Aldridge. A l d g a t e. Altavista.com. Pardon me. Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Can't take you to anywhere. <laughs> no. What did you want to know? We want to know if Aldgate is by the sea. <laughs> uh, yeah, <is laughs> or by a large body of water. No. It's important. It's a South Australian town and suburb of Adelaide, located 21 kilometers southeast from Adelaide city center in the Adelaide Hills. Do we have a map? Can yeah, we get a I picture of where the water... Have, can you paint us a picture? Um, no. A verbal pitch picture. It is landlocked. 
Ooh, okay. Okay. So it's the tornado theory then, isn't it, uh, Sherlock? Mm, okay, when I say landlocked, I mean, there's... Okay, you you tell me what this... That would be landlocked. Let's can just get a sense of the scale here. So that is about... 10 miles from the coast actually 10 miles it's that's not too far not too far no i'm gonna i'm gonna go with the tornado theory here definitely. okay let's see who's right mm. um however by the time police arrived the object had disappeared leaving only unexplained broken branches phil contacted the courier from australia now wait a minute it's rare to me in a, a news agency of note that you would just go with the person in question's first name, mm. Phil Tyndale. Are you sure? Maybe, maybe he, the Australians have uh, a similar naming convention as the Koreans, just, where where the where the last name is is pronounced first. So maybe we should be talking about him as Tinsdale Phil. Oh, you know, you could be right because I don't know one way or the other, and I don't want to offend anybody. So yeah, I, mean, I don't want to fuck with the Aussies. I'm going to end the bit right now, uh, but I would the say fact? it seems a little casual, Phil. Like, you know, what do I know this yeah. guy or Mr. what, Mr. Phil? Mr. Tin Tyndale would be the New York Times preferred uh, nomenclature well if they if they were doing it the wrong way um and who's to say he's a mister right why would we want to label people like that come on guys it's the 90s all right wake up yeah anyway what's what's phil talking about here phil contacted the courier from australia again very excited to get contact of any kind yeah uh the courier after reading our feature online this week about renowned Scottish UFO investigator and self-confessed oh. UFO skeptic Malcolm Robinson, who believes that aliens have almost certainly visited Tayside and Fife. Oof. The only thing I know about Fife is that there is a wonderful, wonderful fire in Fife you can see from Edinburgh. Really? Yeah. What's uh, to what end? What's uh, why? It is. They should uh, put that out. Otherwise, if there's no reason, <laughs> no, it's to burn off excess gas. But it's uh, quite far away, and you can see it, and I like it, especially oh, okay. when you're flying into Edinburgh Airport and, and you see there's just a random fire in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Guys, are we going to take this show to Edinburgh? By the way, uh, we were supposed we to go travel? to Egypt. First of all, we're going to go to Egypt. Don't worry about. It. We're going to go to Egypt. Okay. Well, you could actually catch us at the at the Fringe Festival in Edinburgh. We're going to have a live show there. Uh, uh, on the on the thirty eighth of uh, Schmune. Okay, <laughs> uh, I'll put that down in my calendar. Your schmalender. My schmalender. <laughs> <laughs> so Malcolm Robinson, by the way, he's a UFO skeptic who's pretty sure that UFOs have been around. Okay, so he's skeptic, but he's sure. Mm. Uh, yeah. Contrary. So he's no, he's skeptical about this particular incident okay. because his incidents have more worth. Okay. It just says uh, self-confessed UFO skeptic. Special brew. Mm, special brew. <laughs> <laughs> like Malcolm, Phil has concluded 95% of UFO sightings are explainable by natural identifiable solutions. I would also agree with that. However, he also takes the view that 5% Hang on, hang on, Justin. Okay. <laughs> uh, you are reporting this news. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're putting in, like, a very biased view there. It's the news that I, they need to know I it's this news. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really appreciate you injecting your personal opinions in this news like that. Mm. This, I'm not Anderson Cooper over here. I'm not Wolf Blitzer. <laughs> I wish are I was. you Don Lemon? I'm not Don Lemon. <laughs> I look exactly like him, but I'm not Don Lemon. I'm not. <laughs> 
Um, mm. No, I want to laugh. But you are Justin Zeppa. I am. So, and I have thoughts. You do. And I feel like ninety-five percent of those UFOs bullshit. Five <gasps> percent unexplainable. Unex- exactly. Catherine's got thoughts too. Oh, you going to shut her down? No, I would never shut you guys down. I would shut you down. Shut, not not <laughs> Sherlock. Shut you down. You did. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's the anchor here. Like, uh, I'm a voice of authority over here. Yeah. So listen to me. Heed my words that I'm reading from somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> from a substandard publication called thecourier.co.uk. He's very excited about it. They have an Instagram page. Do they? Mm-hmm. Is there a picture of the boat? No. Oh. But four, about. four decades on from his own experience, Phil says he is 100% convinced what he saw was extraterrestrial and not military. Here's why he thinks so. I had no real perspective on the UFO phenomenon, both in terms of scale or significance, until the internet came about. Well, <laughs> danger zone right there. Again, that's throwing my opinion, but don't well, bring the internet get, into we it. We do get all our news from the internet. Shh, they don't need to know that. All right. The government. Strike whatever was just said. Okay. Set will bleep that whole sentence that you said. Uh, who only recently began a process of sharing his information in order to move the conversation beyond the believe it or not debate, which implies to me that somebody Phil's uh, grandkids maybe Mr. introduced Phil's. him to Mr. F- Mr. Phil. Sorry, forgive me. Uh, Tyndale, comma, Mr. Phil. Somebody has introduced him to the Internet and social media, perhaps. And he's mm. got himself an account and he's out there connecting with people. Should we connect with him? I mean, would that compromise the integrity of the snooze that we are sharing? If uh, we... That might be the case, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, sorry. I just scrolled down the story and got a look at the sketch of the object in question. I will show it to you in a moment. Mm, please. It wasn't until I made contact with other witnesses and researched other people's reports that I realized these visitation, visitations are significant and very relevant to us. And... This is a drawing by Phil of what farmhand Daryl saw. Farmhand Daryl. Have we heard from him yet? <laughs> this is he, a new is character. He, no, no, no. I think he's the third man. Is he the witness? Uh, there were two originals that saw it. Man. And then there was a third. He and his corroborated. Twi- twin brother, Rob. Yeah, I'm not seeing anything about. Could you describe the picture? Farmhand <laughs> Daryl. There's some writing at the bottom. Sterling UFO crash, 1980, Australia, picture by Phil Tyndale. He does have the handwriting of an 11-year-old boy. I will pass this around. So who is this, the guy who saw Catherine, the UFO? That, that is a dinghy <laughs> in a tree. Let me, nope, let me just uh, confirm. Uh, I would have thought this is an oversized Baywatch prop in a tree. Do you think it's one of those like paddle they, boats they, that they you can say yellow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm thinking that's that's like a, an inflatable banana boat yeah. in a tree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think just some high winds, not yeah. even necessarily tornado force. No, Strishman's I think got maybe I think, just fair gusts. Yeah, Strishman might have a different take on this. What do you think? Is that 100 authentic? That's 100 authentic UFO. <laughs> I mean, Strishma hot snake. From all we all we hot can snake. Yeah, from all we can manage is is she's a the closest person we have to knowing Australia. 
That's true. You are close. It's <laughs> That's true. true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I, I say UFO. So have, I, you, have you been to Australia? <laughs> <laughs> I was there in a plane once. Oh, well, well. Why well. Would you, why would you go there and not to stop? Well, it did stop. The plane refueled and it went on to New Zealand. <laughs> uh, mm. okay. So what we're looking at here is a uh, a pencil sketch of farmhand Daryl, apparently. I, I feel like he put in a lot of work on the tree part of this and yeah. not a lot of work on the dinghy part A lot of, of detail on the bark and uh, actually not bad hands. You know, hands are difficult to sketch mm, and he's yeah. done an okay job here. And has also done some nice cross-hatching on the cap that he's wearing. But the dinghy itself, or I'm sorry, the UFO, my mistake, mm-hmm. is uh, uh, an oval, I mean, shaded. You know, your UFO might be a dinghy of the sky, of, yes. the, of space. <laughs> UFOs, dinghies of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> dinghies of space. Well, you know, we did read that Snooze article uh, some weeks or months ago about classify, you know, calling them different things, right? Right. right. So maybe DOS, dinghies of sky. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, there's different. I'm sure they don't all come in one one type. There's different shapes and sizes. You seem to be a real authority on this. And, what else do you um, speculate? You know? Uh, oh, okay. Some are bigger than others, and some might <laughs> be dinky <laughs> size, and others are like full blown fucking <laughs> galactic. What is this space? Star Wars one called? Star Destroyer? Yeah, that. Mm, all right. The big pointy one. Alrighty. <laughs> so. Ginger and all. <laughs> She's onto the gingers now. Yeah, we can't get her off that. I mean, ever. I should have, I should have you kept have my told, piece. You shouldn't have told me. <laughs> Listen, Mr. Sorry, Phil, sorry. Mr. Phil yeah. has got to explain what Dr. this. Dr. Phil? Nope, just Mr. Okay. Uh, explained how the incident unfolded at 9.30 p.m. on Thursday, February 7th, 1980. So, uh, maybe a question. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> That's why we're here. Um, why was this not reported until recently? Because it ain't true. Oh, sh- <laughs> there, there was no internet. Um, mm, he had to, he had to discover no, the internet. Yeah, yes. there was no connectivity. Was, he was wait, waiting for the internet to be uh, to come into being. Okay. Plain as day, it's right that's, in the article. Yep. You know, very good. His brother Rob called out from his bedroom and looking down the valley to the south east of Adelaide, the then boys. Mm. That's an awkward. <laughs> The then. The then, the, then. <laughs> the now, now boys. Now 100% ah, okay. men. So they were boys at the time. Yeah. Mm. Yep. <laughs> Saw a bright yellow object, quote unquote, bobbing around just above the tree line about one kilometer away. It's a dinghy, right? <laughs> <laughs> After a few minutes, a second, slightly larger object appeared emitting a red light. That's, that's a dinghy. It's a light. <laughs> In what he describes as almost cartoon-like motion, it zoomed up to the yellow object, stopped, and reversed, then did it again, as if to prompt a reaction. Oh, you mean it bounced? Uh, I think the idea is that it's... And goes down, and then comes back up, like, are you sure? Mm. You want to be up here? Mm. Yeah, the the motion Justin has just uh, demonstrated here. They could, they could hear is, it. Is 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 don't uh, worry. Is bouncing. Okay. Yeah. So I was just agreeing with you. Uh, did it? The, did it? Took the long way around. 
the yellow object then took off with the red object in pursuit before zigzagging across the sky like two quote-unquote blowflies. It must be Australia, right? <laughs> they watched for... Around. I want to get in on that action. <laughs> There's bar flies and then and uh, blow, flies. blow flies. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the same night, a local farmhand, 21-year-old Daryl Brown, farmhand Daryl, there he is, mm. reported seeing a speedboat-shaped yellow is he thing. Related yeah. to Darren Brown? Who's Darren Brown? Uh, the, oh, the, the magic man. Oh, David Copperfield, you mean? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's uh, David Copperfield of Copper of Brown. the UK. Oh, that oh. guy. I don't think it's Daniel Brown. Oh, David Blaine. David Blaine. No. no. None of these. Oh, no. oh, oh, oh. Darren Brown. David Copperfield. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but of the UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. David Blaine. <laughs> That's the one. The magic one is the one. Yeah. So you can trust him. Daryl Brown reported seeing a speedboat shaped yellow thing like a half moon crash into some trees near the horse farm where he worked. In the exact area, Catherine. I think these guys were dig, all right? on a bike. Yeah. These guys are all on like shrooms. <laughs> LeBron's on it. Oh, uh, Dwayne Wade's on it. Definitely. They're all on the banana boat. They are in Mellow. Australia, so they might have also just eaten some snakes or something. <laughs> <laughs> Phil added, I have no doubt that we are being visited, both from my own experience and speaking with others. Again, you bring in others or the internet. I gotta, ooh, 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 dicey. Many sightings do have earthly explanations oh that's that's from his quote i'm sorry i just thought that was an odd thing to say in the middle of a news piece. so is the courier.uk what kind of publication is that it's on the internet and what are they couriering like information uh curry as far as i know oh okay <laughs> Unfortunately, this is Phil again. Unfortunately, these reports often muddy the water and make it difficult for investigators to piece this puzzle together. I suppose that it is clear to me that this technology is well beyond our own capabilities. Even if skeptics are not satisfied, the experience demonstrated to me that something beyond our own intelligence is visiting Earth. The extraterrestrial hypothesis seems a very likely fit. Is it very likely? Really? Yeah. <laughs> also, can we just go back to the... Air battle between two UFOs was extraterrestrial. Was that a battle or was that I mean, a dinghy in a tree and then... Or just big balloons. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was two little, like, fireflies fighting with each other and, mm. you know, these guys were on, like... Ooh, I'm thinking laser pointer. Mm. Uh, no, that's I mean, there's so many things that this could have been... Give me, Give me one other... Give me an alternative explanation, because right now we're just uh, starting with UFOs, apparently. Maybe, like, two other people were on, on the other side were f playing drone wars. Ah. Pre this uh, is the but they, they were, like, radio-controlled uh, airplanes yeah, that, and helicopters. Yeah, yeah, um, for sure. Mm -hmm. And also just, like, again, put some helium in a balloon. And, and then, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm. Could have been anything. So, but it also could have been UFOs, so they might not be wrong. I think that's the most likely explanation anyway. UFOs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, thus far, closed. there was... They are, in fact, unidentified flying objects. But, I mean, are they of alien origin? Of course. Yes, yes. Of course, Scully. I want to They are. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
But yeah, you are you're quite right, Sherlock. Uh, it's <laughs> it's <laughs> elemental. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> ah, good one. <laughs> I, I get it. <laughs> Oh, references. Catherine Sherlock, uh, what is the next article of the evening? Firelander, snooze dossier type, thievery, duels, and otherwise. Mm, very popular on the snooze feed. Dateline, June 8th, 2020. That's like it's, a little fre- it's a little fresh. I don't know if yeah. I can agree to... That's still kicking. I mean, what if we delay the release of this episode until late August? Is that would that be acceptable? Um, think about it. Mm, yes, mm, yes, mm. yes. Okay. We can we can go we can go on. Daily news reporting. This is the New York Daily News. Oh. Jo- what? <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they supposed to be on lockdown? Uh. Does that include reporting of any kind? Yeah. There should be no news coming out of New York. Jewel thieves posing as cops convinced Upper East Side store owner to hand over gun. So reports Stephen Rex Brown. A pair of robbers tricked an Upper East Side jewelry store owner into handing over his revolver by posing as police officers investigating looting. Oh, investigating looting, prosecutors charged Monday. Well, that's not very sporting of them, is it? Not at all. It's very deceptive, even. Mm-hmm. That's what you call smart thieves. Know thine enemy, right? I thought that was going to be like uh, smartphones. Like, uh, like you have uh, internet in your thieves, then. Wow, that's not the case. Oh, like swiping credit card information or something like that? That's the efficient way to do it. Right. But these guys, they're going old school and dressing old up in school, outfits. Old school, you know. I love it. Ismail Igar- Igartua and Jose Rodriguez, both 59, wore medical masks, gloves, and bulletproof vests when they entered Sama K Jewelry on Saturday at 1.40 p.m., according to a Manhattan federal court complaint. They stole around $165,000 in jewelry and were quickly apprehended at a nearby subway station, authorities say. One of the robbers allegedly flashed a fake NYPD detective badge to the store owner. Mm. One of the odds that this was like a costume shop, sheriff's badge, like sheriff's star, that kind of thing. I'm going to guess for 100% on that one. Prosecutors say the men asked to examine the store owner's gun permit. Oh, see, uh, okay, so... Fair enough. Mm-hmm. That's very clever. tricksy. That's I feel like they've they almost... They might be ex-cops. Mm-hmm. Oh. They knew the inside tactics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or maybe they've been the the sort of recipient of a similar... Or something uh, like this. Yeah. Oh, you think that that happened to them? They own their own jewelry maybe store? Maybe they were like rival, rivalry, ju- rival jewelry stores, and okay. they were trying to like fuck over their... like. Their rival or their competition. Well, the simplest explanation tends to be the correct one, so... <laughs> yeah, I think they're just robbers. They want... <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Thank you, Catherine, for <laughs> balancing out what we do here. <laughs> stealing shit. I'm not sure there's too much complicated backstory here. <laughs> Are you saying we're reading too much into... into how, many, how many lawsuits yes. has Catherine's qualifications saved us from? <laughs> I feel like libel would be applied at some point if if it were not for that. Much obliged. Uh, Firearms, the faux cops allegedly explained, were at heightened risk of being stolen 
due to looting around the city during protests over the police killing of George Floyd. The store owner unloaded his 38 revolver and handed it over to the bandits. Now, that is not very sporting to prey upon the... No. But then again, you should hand troubles. over your uh, your firearm if you're licensed to have it uh, to anyone that... Who asks for it? Uh, asks for it, no. That's the rule? No, you just shouldn't do it. Oh, you shouldn't do it. Okay, yeah. That's they, good advice. They might actually not be licensed to uh, operate the firearm. True. You'd have to ask to see their papers. Yeah. And then it's just papers getting mixed up and everything. And, you know, you get a bunch of papers. Somebody's you, leaving with and long you know papers. The, and you know the scam where you, like, hand somebody a $20 bill and and then he shows flashes you a $1 bill? Like, yeah, what, what the fuck is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's happened to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. <laughs> in India, not in ah. America. Speaking of $1 bills, if you fold it the right way, George Washington's head looks like a mushroom. Ooh. Just saying. Have America. you? Okay, never mind. <laughs> I'm not going to finish that question. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Have you eaten one of those bills after you folded it? I wouldn't. It's covered in... Yeah, money's gross. <laughs> Real Things. gross. Yeah, 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 yeah. You all know, everybody listening, you all know what we're talking about. Don't you? Provid? <laughs> Provid? Uh, I just like that term from earlier in our <laughs> conversations. <laughs> yeah. Some people are provid. Second wave. Any day now. It's going to be great. Shut up, Justin. All right, all right. After acting as if they were looking up gun registration info, the robbers reloaded the gun and asked the store owner to step out from behind the counter according to a complaint. This is a stick-up, motherfucker, one of the robbers said as they put (laughs) zip ties on the owner's wrists according to the complaint. This just turned into a Tarantino movie, and I don't like it. Yeah. I like it when robbers go in when there's nobody else there mm. they dress up in uh dark slinky outfits or whatever usually pretty sexy right and they uh get like glass cutter devices or you know get a little bit more clever suspend themselves yeah the you ceiling. want more an um, oceans 11 type scenario yes. rather than a reservoir dogs scenario i think these guys are capable of it because they came up with the let me see your papers for your gun mm. scenario. they were kind of smart about it they could have taken it all the way mm-hmm. yeah like, exactly and then they they basically they fell back onto yeah, yeah the obvious the trope right mm. and if they had pushed themselves Cliche. a little bit more yeah yes maybe spend an extra weekend plotting the heist maybe you do it without involving this guy right Mm -hmm. but maybe they just wanted to say this is a stick up motherfucker yeah i was gonna say i think that's probably something that someone's kind of fun to say we should all try i think i have the ocean's 11 twist here okay electromagnetic pulse no this is pretty recent news yeah indeed this story is not finished (gasps) it's it's happening the reverse scam is gonna happen it's an insurance fraud Oh, it was a setup. Mm. Oh. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. Well, to wrap up this part of that scheme, the robbers fled with the bling, and the store owner began to yell, quickly getting the attention of passerby who alerted cops. An attentive cop at the 96th Street station on the Lexington Ave line noticed Igartua, Igartua, I'm sorry, Igartua, for pronouncing your name incorrectly, sporting a quote-unquote sweaty shirt. Not a sweatshirt, a sweaty shirt. Mm. An NYPD patch and bulletproof vest, according to the complaint. Sweats, a patch, and a bulletproof vest. Mm. Would that be enough to convince you that that's a cop? No. Well, Mm. maybe an undercover cop. Mm. I'm sorry, I just said sweatshirt. Uh, It's just a sweaty shirt. Oh. So, no. The answer is no. And a patch? No. 
He had a loaded Raven 25 pistol in his pocket. In his pocket. Usually, mm, you know, that's not under, where... Yeah, mm, it's like, mm, ow, it's In a 25? Oh, okay. You're going to have a purpose-built uh, best of some Place to put it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> not in your pocket. Yeah. Like a rolled-up magazine. <laughs> uh, in his pocket, and a bag filled with jewelry, a... Th- 357 Magnum and 32 rounds of ammo, prosecutors say. Mm. Rodriguez was busted nearby with the owner's revolver and another portion of the stolen jewelry, the Fed said. Well, that's very, uh, we'll say, I mean, terrible heist, right? Uh, awful situation. But it was nice of the thieves to split the, the booty between the two of them before yeah. making their getaway. Yeah, they're fair. Fair. They're tough, but they're fair. Exactly. The defendant's alleged scheme, impersonating NYPD officers and asking to check the victim's firearm due to recent incidents of looting, took advantage of uncertain conditions in our community, preying on the fears of a small business owner and his trust in law enforcement, U.S. Attorney uh, Attorney Jeffrey Berman said in a statement Monday. Agreed. Not fair. Dirty pool. Mm -hmm. Thieves. Get better at it. Um, Be honorable. I mean, it's a, it's a jeweler, so honor amongst thieves, I think. Um, well, I there's yeah. no honor among thieves. Well, there should be. <laughs> there should be. In a beautiful I mean, Ocean's Eleven okay. style. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, sure. Uh, this alleged criminal conduct is intolerable. And thanks to the work of the NYPD and the FBI, the I, defendants... I have to stop you there. Like, <laughs> it's not the uh, criminal conduct that shouldn't be tolerable. It's, it's, it's the dishonor. They could steal those jewels without doing it that shitty way, yeah. preying upon... Yeah, that would be fine. Yeah. The situation. Yeah, that would be so report approved. Uh, by the way, attorneys for the men declined comment. Mm. Uh, again, I'm going to go with the Ocean's Eleven reverse uh, plot. Going to happen soon. How many acrobats would you employ to rob the jewel store that you have in your mind's high? I would say 15. They would uh, actually uh, form in their clothes. There would be uh, pictures of the in- insides of the store, and they would form a box around the uh, around the. Oh, like blending in with the walls, that kind of thing. No, there would be no walls. They would actually form the walls, uh, and uh, they would unknowingly move the store owner into that space where they. Uh, oh, so he? They're actually. They are the room. Convincing him that he... Hmm, interesting. Yeah. How about this? You convince the owner of the jewels jewelry store to throw a grand gala event. What do grand gala events require? Lots of catering. That's how you sneak in your acrobats. <laughs> of course, to uh, dodge the laser, uh, uh, you know, protective system that goes around all of the jewelry cases and things yep. like that. And to do cool uh, backflips and things of just, just for fun for the video surveillance. Essential. Essential. Shrishma, how would you rob your jewelry store? Where do you put the acrobats? Just answer me that. In the basement. Okay. How do you get them in there? Underground tunnel. Ah, nice. Ooh, here. Classic. What about this? What about this? <laughs> Maybe Start digging. You. Okay, but dirty. Kind of a lot of work, right? Oh, I mean, it's a, yeah, it's a New long York. Con. Ooh, you've never been up there. I mean, that means Ooh, you can go around. from the subway up. Subway. Okay, done. I was gonna say. Ooh, a disused subway tunnel. Yeah, and then go um, up. The pneumatic transit, like in yeah. Ghostbusters too. It's a river of slime. Um, I Get was gonna, some uh, Ninja Turtles to help me. You could do that. 
You could also convince, uh, you know, maybe go back to the Grand Gala event situation, okay, right? Okay, okay. But it is exclusively uh, citrus-based. <laughs> it's <laughs> and and you need a uh, you know samplers of <laughs> citrus juice. Or, or <laughs> I mean, where are we going with this? <laughs> I don't know. Orange slices, <laughs> crates of oranges, and basement, uh, some kind of fruit delivery truck mm. filled with acrobats. I Get feel them. we're not really utilizing <laughs> the technology we have available to us <laughs> to do this shit. Oh, you want to Instagram it? No, I mean, I'm sure that someone could like hack some shit and like... Hack some shit. Hack That's some the answer. Shit. That's easy. Who needs hack acrobats? You just hack need some acrobats. Right? Wait. <laughs> Catherine Sherlock, get us out of here. What is the next topic? File under snooze dossier type, ghosts all in your head and otherwise. Boom. Do you believe in ghosts? Obviously. <laughs> like, where, where are all the dead people going to go if they're not ghosts? Fair. Now, well, this is... Shouldn't there be a lot more ghosts then? No, actually... We just don't see lo- them. There's actually quite a lot of people alive currently. And, like, if you, if you consider the exponential growth of humanity, uh, it's understandable that there's only a moderate amount of ghosts. ghosts. Uh, if you consider how many humans have been alive and... It's not, yeah, it's not a lot of people. No, exponential growth. It's still a lot. You want to break out the uh, integral calculator and 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 uh, do the whole? They got too sciencey for me. Maybe <laughs> I said, want to see this. They integral said calculator. they said integral and exponential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know the math, so <laughs> it sounds very official. I think it's though. pretty sure. simple. I mean, <laughs> the integral of e to I'm the not. x is just e to the x. So. Uh, you guys, you're using integers. It's very complicated. <laughs> You've lost me. Dateline. This is very recent, but there's a reason mm. because it's important snooze, right? Mm. And it's probably slipped through the cracks. I don't think anybody here at this table is familiar with this story. This is from znews.india.com. Oh. Oh, Who are we catering? Pandering. We're panning to our largest audience. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps, <laughs> perhaps we were ranked India coming through <laughs> briefly in the comedy podcast of India. What's up, India? Hey, Bangalore represent, right? Right, right, right. What's going on? What's happening. Write us info at thesorapod dot com <laughs> regarding India. We love you. <laughs> Bring us up to 182. 182. We can do it, you guys. 182 in the comedies. India. We can actually break uh, top 150, I feel, if we push you think hard so? enough. Mm-hmm. I think so. Okay. John Z. Parks. John Z? J-H-A-N-S-I. Just go for it. All right. John Z. Parks ghost exercise video goes viral. Cops say... You're laughing, but I don't know why. I can't imagine. Cops say miscreants will be in a haunted lockup soon. Ooh. Coming direct to you from Z Media Bureau. A shocking video of an open gym, which has gone viral on the internet, has left viewers baffled, amused, and confused. The hair-raising clip reportedly shot at an open gym in Uttar Pradesh mm-hmm. is Janzi. 
mm. uh, shows two sets of outdoor gym equipment at the park swinging on its own without any human force. Wind? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Again, I that, think. That wraps it up. This has been the snooze. <laughs> Good night. Uh, it was the wind. <laughs> it's always the wind. Yeah. Start with the wind. Very good chance. <laughs> no, I think it was probably more elaborate than that. I think they put on on little motors on on the ah. thing, and then they were radio controlled. Sure, but what about the acrobats? Do they come into play it or no? Uh, I don't, no, I don't think there's any acrobats involved here. The machine goes around to move for almost twenty seconds in a spooky manner, as a few cops standing around can be seen recording the eerie clip. There's a clip. We'll watch it. Ooh. The unnatural movement of the shoulder press machine, which I'm assuming is one of one of these guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let the record show that uh, Justin uh, had his hands uh, above his hands head. Hands up in the air. And then he was doing... Shaking like, just don't care. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And I rarely do. <laughs> the unnatural movement of the shoulder press machine was has scared netizens and is widely being shared on Facebook and WhatsApp. Why haven't I gotten this video? <laughs> I know, you should be plugged into this network, right? With some claiming it to have been shot at Delhi's Rohini Park. Wheresoever, the fact that the gym equipment had been moving on its own have left many frightened. Wheresoever. Interesting, I've never seen That's that word used. Word. Uh-huh. Used. Uh, a scared Twitter... A scared Twitter took to the comments section of the video asking if it was Mr. India or John Cena, who was working out on the machine at night. You guys remember, I made a reference to this movie, Mr. India, before. In on the, Beret? So it's a film? On Beret. Oh. So, Mr. Oh. India is a film. It's a, it's a Bollywood movie okay. about um, a man who finds a watch that makes him go invisible. Oh, cool. So, that's oh, what I like, do they see. think it's okay. Mr. Oh. India? Oh, man. Okay. Or, or who was the other one? Uh, John Cena. He's a professional wrestler. Okay. okay. What does he have to do? Because oh, you can't see. Because he's working. Because he's working out. Oh, right? but because you can't see. Is that the guy who says you can't see me anymore? Oh, maybe that would be clever. Is that him? I mean, I don't know. Clearly, they have taken this. <laughs> some deep references there. Some mm-hmm. deep stuff. I haven't watched wrestling in a while. Okay. Uh, okay. So. Is there more to the story? Meanwhile, the John Z police on Saturday. Can I just uh, correct how you're saying? Yeah, I wish you would. <laughs> <laughs> what are you telling me? This is not. It's John Z. John Z. John Z. John Z. Like Fonzie? No, Z. John Z. Hey, Fonzie? John- I can't even say it anymore. All right, you- so just go for it. No, 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 no. Let's just be silent for a minute. You gather it in your head and then say it for real. John Z. John Z. Yeah. I think. Because there's an H. Jahanzi. Yeah. Jahanzi. Yeah. Police on Saturday quashed rumors of the paranormal activity, claiming that the video was shot at Kancharam Park in Nandampura mm. and instead was a mischievous prank by someone. Of course it was. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they'd have done this research before they wrote the whole article. <laughs> <laughs> The police officers who went to the park to investigate the matter said that due to the presence of an excessive amount of grease, the Ooh, equipment... But, 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 nobody mentioned grease earlier. This is... Uh, oh, I r- see. So it was well lubed. Uh, yes, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> 
that changes everything. It always does. The equipment, once moved, keeps moving for a few seconds. Like, what are you writing about? We saw a swing move by itself. Right, we're talking about ghosts, right? And we think it's a ghost, but it might have just been the swing. Does, is, is there like, this was in Bangalore, right? This was in, De- I mean, it's north. So North India does random shit. Yeah, but the is there is there like, is there wind in North India? Of course there's wind. Yeah, okay. But like North India is just weird. Like so, they do so this the, kind of shit. So the wind is weird in North India or is it? The people do this kind of shit. Uh. Is it the loop? I mean, what? <laughs> like they write dumb articles about swings blowing mm. in the wind. <laughs> this is a pretty expansive expose of... <laughs> lubed machinery um, the police said that some mischievous person made a video of the moving swing and shared on social media thus creating panic among people people are stupid you guys basically I don't know. Uh, especially north indians wow come on we need their listens we need their listens 182 we can sorry, do this sorry. i take it back yeah i take it back she doesn't really know indians <laughs> <laughs> Indian? That's what I call it. <laughs> Miss Nike does not uh, uh, Southside. talk for the for the opinions of, of the Sauropod. Insert the Sauropod appreciate all Indian listeners. We'll put the hot snakes Southside. theme in there. Yeah. <laughs> Miscreants will be hosted in a haunted lockup soon. The Johansi police said in a concluding statement. Miscreants. Do you, do you want to see? Yeah. You want to see this video? Wastrels. Mm-hmm. Play. Hashtag no host for ghost. Interesting. <laughs> Let me see if I can look this shit up. That's pretty compelling evidence, to be honest. There's, uh, uh, yeah, there's. Someone literally just got off that. <laughs> and walked away. Out of frame. Oh, it's really, it's really going. Yeah, uh, the, the wind. But the. Mm, see it, the wind and the lube. It stops and the previous ang- yep. action. <laughs> yeah, I think it's all working together. It's a, it's, it's an amalgamation of, of, of factors here. The video pauses before we see if there's like a decrease in activity, a natural, of course, you know, f- yeah. friction effect. The wind and the lube and the friction. Shrishma, yes. what do you think? Yeah. You're looking at it over there. It's literally decay of energy. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it's literally uh, the essential parts of sex, like lube, friction, hmm. and the wind. Yeah. And, prob- and, pump- and pumping, right? Yeah, they had and pumping. pumping. Yeah. And then running out of steam. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it is Mr. India. <laughs> <laughs> it's a metaphor for my sex. <laughs> but the video cuts off before you. <laughs> Finishes prematurely. <laughs> <laughs> so the action seems vigorous. Mm. <laughs> On <laughs> that note. I'm glad we got to the bottom of that one. Quite literally. <laughs> and we now send you over to the great Catherine Sherlock and the Sauropod Shipping Report. Catherine? Yolta. If you feel like there is an issue with the boiler that requires your attention, we suggest you save yourself a trip and bring the really big wrench down with you, just in case. Calais. All cod trawlers are reminded that only the most handsome of the daily cats should be kept. Less attractive specimens should be thrown back as there are indeed plenty of fish in the sea. Plymouth. All water skiers are advised to avoid tide-activated shallows. 
Also, all water bobsledders are advised to get a different hobby. <laughs> Grimsby. The mess officer would like to remind you that, despite their frequent association, fog and pea soup are not interchangeable. A steaming bowl of fog has no nutritional value. Puerto Jose. Shipping manifest should be double-checked by a commissioned officer before leaving shore. This will ensure that we do not have a repeat of last year's abandoned banana fiasco. Aberdeen. All echolocation should be performed manually unless otherwise authorised by a registered admiral. Despite rumours to the contrary, sonar does not grow on trees. Malindi. Paul Anchor's one-man show, Anchors Away, has been moved from the Neptune Lounge to the Silky Main Stage due to popular demand. The Connie Francis Reef Shark Review will remain in Triton's Tide Pool until further notice. Casablanca. Regarding all ships entering the grotto area, please be advised that what happens in the grotto stays in the grotto. We also recommend all grotto guests refrain from drinking the water as it is absolutely disgusting. Humber. In accordance with International Maritime Law 9-22.17, we remind all vessels to float two meters apart from one another. If you need to cough, please do so into the starboard side canvas of the mainsail. Noses shall be blown into the port side of the same. San Diego. To the person who used the big tuna net last, we would remind you that the ship's policy dictates folding the net into thirds when you are done with it, rather than rolling it up sleeping bag style. It is a net for fishing, not a briny crepe. <laughs> Thank you, Catherine. Thank you very much. And the uh, ladies and gentlemen, and otherwise out at sea, they thank you as well. It's my pleasure. They really couldn't do it without you. They couldn't, and they wouldn't, and they definitely shouldn't. Guys, I think we can all agree that the folks at home are far more educated about Absolutely all of these good. types of Absolutely. lubrication. You just got to watch out for random uh, pumping objects. Yeah, pump with care, right? If you're gonna, if you're gonna pump, might be ghosts just having a good old time. Yes. <laughs> oh, Whoa. didn't even consider that. Right. The, I mean, the correct. I mean, ghost solution tends to be the tools. easiest one, right? right. Ghost love. Ghost Hashtag. love. Ghost love is love. The ghost love is love. Right. Mm-hmm. And on that note. Trishman Ike, thanks so much for joining us on the snooze. Thank you. You really added a lot of magic to this. (laughs) I try. That is my goal on every episode. And you do. (laughs) You set goals and you achieve them. That's what you do. (laughs) That Tafos Bergman. You, I mean, pretty magical in yourself in your own way. Mm. As you (laughs) caress that coffee mug. (laughs) Mm. Very alarming. (laughs) Groan and Hmm, interesting. Let's move along. <laughs> Catherine Sherlock. to see here. <laughs> Catherine Sherlock, everybody's favorite 90s tart. Yeah. <laughs> Pumping and gyrating away. As always. Uh, much, much appreciated. Well done this evening. And uh, I'm Justin Zeppa. And on behalf of myself and the rest of the Snooze crew, we wish you a uh, good night. Good luck. Good gravy. Happy ghosting. Yeah. Or you know, make sure you're you're well looped. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Always, yeah. yeah, lube it up before pre-pumping, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's it. Yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. That's a wrap. All right. <laughs>